Now, what if you're in a marriage? Like we all try so hard just to get married, right? What if you're in a marriage and then once you're inside, there is an issue between your husband and kind of him feeling connected to you or attracted to you. Like you could feel there's something going on with this where you don't feel your level of intimacy and your level of connection with him is as strong as it could be. And matter of fact, it makes you nervous. It makes you worried. You know, he goes out in the world every day. What's going on? Like Islamically, what should I be doing? What am I doing wrong? Um, What would turn him to feel more attracted to me? All these types of things. Women are going through them, thinking about them, talking to me privately. So today I want to share some of the tips that I often share with them and how exactly to find out what's turning him off and kind of how to get back connected. Let's go. Hello, Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslim. I come to you twice a week on things that Muslims deal with every day. And the goal for us here and the goal at Mindful Muslim is to get you from surviving to thriving, to returning back to your best self so you can be a woman of impact, impact for all of those around you, whether it's your family, your community, the world. So um, one of the things that we know that holds us back from being our best self is when we feel like our relationships around us just don't feel like they're in a good place. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Like you feel like, I don't know if it could be with your mom or it could be with your husband, it could be with your kids. You just feel like that one general relationship, or like I said, if it's kids, it's a couple little mini relationships. Um, it's just holding you back. And so we've been doing a lot of um, giving out resources on how to help in those areas. We had a recent series on um, how the prophet, peace be upon him, raised children. If you go back and listen to that one, that one you guys have told me you have loved. It's really helped you in parenting. And we haven't come up with like a parenting um, like official class or course yet, but we will, inshallah ta'ala, maybe next year. And what we're just doing in the meantime is giving you some beautiful things that the prophet peace be upon him did on the podcast that will help you to know what you could be doing to nurture the beautiful relationship between you and your child and if you don't have a child yet what a great way to know how to be an awesome mom before it even happens right check those out another podcast series that we just finished recently was on friendship if you're struggling with friends and connection and loneliness and um and and even just trying to get rid of friends that you know you shouldn't have anymore or just difficulty with friendships in general how to pick friends um that series could be really helpful also suggested by a listener go back and check it out today's topic is about the relationship between you and the person that you're in love with, hopefully. And hopefully that's your husband, right? And whether you're married, unmarried, or divorced, and thinking about loving again, this podcast is for you. I'm gonna say that because a lot of the work that we do, it's not just the people who are in that in the moment. How many of us would have benefited if before it happens, like we're unmarried, we would know how to have an awesome marriage, how to deal with problems before they come, and then we would have a leg up, right? And if you're in the marriage right now, you get some help so you could fix those things. And if you're divorced, thinking about love again, you have to talk through those things. And I, I was a person who was divorced and got remarried, and it feels like the end of the world. How can I love again? How can I trust again? And then when you learn the right way to do things and you get the person who you're meant to have by Allah and everything works out, you're like, why was I doubting 
a lot in what he could do for me the whole time. And so that's what happened for me. So I'm always sharing with you the best things that I have picked up along the way in my life travels or with the different teachers that I have learned under. And so we build that Islamic connection to what you could be doing in the modern world. So without any compromise, right? So anyway, Going into today, a lot of women have been contacting me about issues with connecting with their husbands. There's a lot of things that we're we're not wanting to talk about, guys, because people feel bad. Like, for example, if I'm a woman in my home and I have an issue where I don't feel like my husband and I like our intimacy on a scale of like one to 10, how good is that? A lot of women are like, I'm tired, I'm busy, like he doesn't even help me, I'm kind of annoyed with him right now. Or maybe he doesn't even look like he's interested in me when I am trying to be interested in him. Um, I don't even know how to deal with that, what's going on in his head. I ask him what's wrong. He tells me nothing, right? I think we've all heard that one. And so um, I have some tips for you guys today. And if you're a person who just feels like self-conscious in general, like for a guy not being attracted to you, but you don't like have anyone to talk to about that, that's why I'm here. I'm here for you. So we are going to talk today about like when he's not showing that interest in you or you're feeling like, your like intimate love life is kind of on like a wah-wah, like what to put into perspective. Sometimes our thoughts can get the best of us. It can feel like, oh, like why am I even trying anyway? Like this is just so hard. It's not worth my energy. I don't have the time. But at the same time, I'm just not happy. I just don't feel like this area is a good part of my life. So ladies of all ages and all backgrounds, no matter what you're going through, this is something everybody kind of gets confronted with at some point in their life. So let's get into it. Let's skill you up in the next 10 to 15 minutes on what you can do. Inshallah, isn't that? The first advice I give you in, in, is like, um, this is like my bonus tip advice, is don't feel horrible. Don't feel ashamed. Don't feel bad. These are things that are totally normal. I have to say that for us to feel and experience when we don't feel loved and cherished and embraced and feel like we're attractive to someone else, that is totally normal for that not to feel good, right? To have that disconnect. And um, a lot of you guys have been asking me for very specific things. Now, what I'm going to be doing on the podcast today and throughout the month is I'm going to be giving you tons of little snippets of like things to keep in mind, mindset shifts, like little bits. But what I'm going to be doing um, on August 19, 2021, when I do the three-day challenge for um, marriage, love, intimacy, and connection, is I'm actually going to be breaking out actual step-by-step activities. And um, I'll talk more about that in a second, but I want you to know I'm going to like legit break it down. But I need to do visuals with this one. It's not something I can just like talk over the airwaves, which is why I invite women in to do that. So that will open up August 1st to register for. There'll be some bonus early bird lessons and cool things for people before who join early from the first. But then the actual um, rest of the big lessons will be 19th, 20th, 21st. So mark your calendars for August. Even though I'll be traveling, I'm prepping it the whole time, coming back and can't wait to do that with you. So I'm going to give you some stuff here, but no, there is deeper, deeper details and other cool stuff that I'm going to be giving you there. All right. So today, the first tip I want to give you is number one, it's not always you. Guys go through things and when they go through things, they don't talk to people. Women, you know, you ever read that book? It's really, really true. Um, and Islamically, like, you know, you'll see like the the examples of the time of the prophets and stuff like that. And this habit, like you didn't find them. They would consult with their wives, but it wasn't like the norm. You'll see them in certain, you know, Quran or certain hadith, they're going to go consult with their wife, but it wasn't like the norm, like every day. A lot of times men like to go into their cave. Now I'm going to give you no pun intended, like no pun intended. The prophet peace be upon him is an example. 
when he was struggling, what did he do on a regular basis? He would go to the cave of Hera, right? And he would go there and he would sit and he would just spend long periods of time thinking alone. And it's kind of a metaphor for what happens with men, right? Like when you go to, like you see the glaze in their eyes, like something's going on. They come home from work. They have an attitude. They're just like, they're not smiling. They're grumpy. They're like taking things out on people. And you're just like, what's wrong? They're like, nothing. Why does something have to be wrong? You know what's wrong? You're wrong. You're the problem. You're always being annoying. (laughs) You know, like they take it out on us totally. And It's because mentally they go in their cave. They're trying to fix their stuff by themselves. Now, it could be a problem at work. It could be a money problem. Guys are always stressing about money, as I think we all know, because they are the providers. It's a heavy weight on them. And and regardless if it's a money problem or not a money problem, my point is, men like to fix their problems in their head. Women like to fix their problems with their mouth, <laughs> right? Come on, you know what I'm talking about. We're like, oh my gosh, gotta talk about it. I have to like talk this out. I have to figure this out. And we just like to talk with a girlfriend. Some people call me up, talk to me. You guys like talk to Allah. I mean, obviously talking to Allah is the best one first. And then if you can't to get some advice from other people, as long as it's it's a purposeful advice, it's not like a complaining advice, alhamdulillah, right? But the first thing just to notice, it's not always you. And that guys have a different way of managing their stress. So try not to. I know it's hard to do this. Try not to take it personally because that's how they function. So I just wanted to throw that one out there first. That's how they are. That's how they function. Number two. Number two tip for you. Oh, like, yeah. So let me give you a little, little, but what can you do about this with him? And before I jump into number two, and again, I'll be doing like even more in-depth stuff about connecting like, I have a really, really cool activity, so I actually can't wait. I'm pretty, pretty excited. Um, but alhamdulillah, what you can do is, is you could just, first of all, remind yourself, number one, okay, it's not me. He's going through something right now. What should I be? I should be supportive. Look at Khadija, radiallahu When the prophet would run from the cave and he was like, cover me, cover me. She was like, yeah, here, I'm here. So you just be there for him the same way you'd want him to be there for you if you're going through something. And I know guys might have attitudes, but we have attitudes when we're upset. I want you to think about your stressed out self. Are you fun to be around? You know what I'm saying? That's a human being. It's just totally normal. So just reminding yourself that he's human. He's just doing the best he can. Just be supportive. Be there for him. Listen to him. And just try to talk a little quieter, slower, calmer. Because when you notice somebody else, and this is anybody, it's not just a guy, right? They're just like, I used to have a boss and she used to come in every morning and she's a female boss, but she would just like bark at me in the morning. That's how she would talk to me. She's like, and she would say my last name. She would even call me. (laughs) She'd be like, you know, do this. Yesterday. And she would just go off at me right as soon as I walked in the morning at work. I don't know if any of you guys have like work situations that are intense like that. So she would just bark at me and I would just be like, "Uh uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. And then I would notice that she would go, and as I was quieter, she could feel how loud she was and it was awkward. And then she would lower her voice. So I noticed that like my husband, when he'll come at me, like, you know, cause every guy has a bad day. Um, and then I'll be like, uh-huh. He naturally, and he's just saying something in a way. And I'm like, okay. And it get, you gotta like not do the sarcasm, even though you want to. Um, he just starts to take it like, oh, he could hear how, how he could be better. Like it's something where they, they self-regulate where as opposed to, I'm like, why are you talking to me like that? 
blah, blah, blah. <laughs> then he just barks back at me like fire on fire is never good. Fire and water. So you got to be the water that cools the fire with any person who comes at you like that. So that's just a reminder for that in general. Number one is probably not you. Number two, that's how guys kind of do their thing in their head. And number three, the way of responding is just by being like cool water and embracing him the way that Khadija would, the way you'd want to be embraced if you had a bad day. All right. That's just like standard humanity, right? That's kind of all of number one wrapped up in a package, right? Number two is our our state of self affects our relationships. So let's put put the part of maybe it does have something to do with you, between you and him. Um, What I've noticed is when I am in my my best self, I'm close to Allah, I'm feeling less stressed. My whole vibe with my husband is totally different than when I am feeling all the other opposites of those, right? And I notice our relationship suffers. Come on. Tell me you know what I'm talking about, right? So you start to get snippy and really like, you know, so I want you to think of the fact that that when we are a certain way within ourselves, disconnected from a lot or super stressed or overwhelmed, that it's naturally going to trickle into our relationships. As a parent, we're going to bark at our kids. As a, as a marital person, everything's going to be like, personal you're going to be like super offended easier you're going to everything they say the words are going to feel sharper like daggers like everything is going to be intensified so the way but what can I do you have to find time in your day to center yourself I've been noticing lately that I have because I have a deadline where I have to like come up and like almost be um you know going on a trip there's a lot going on right I have an entire team of women sometimes I have up to 50 something 70 women where I'm talking to them I'm overseeing them and I'm trying to make sure that every team every small group whether they're people that actually work for us or people that are volunteers um, people that are just you know beautiful contributors to our communities that every Everybody kind of is has everything they need before I move and I go off. And, and there's a lot of pressure in that. And I started to feel myself feel like, oh my gosh, I don't want to leave anybody without anything they need. Um, I don't want to make a dhulm, like an oppression where I didn't give someone something. Allah will ask me. So I'm checking myself and I feel the pressure. Then I noticed that I was not as present at home because I was focused on this. So I had to catch myself in this. And this is what I encourage you to do. Catch yourself in these moments and just go... Okay, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. And notice what do you need to do? What are the things that are going to calm you? I noticed that I needed to make space in the morning. I noticed that because I'm mentally overwhelmed with everything I have to do, tell me if this is you. I'm trying to help you about. See, like the things we touch on, sometimes it's about our husband, but sometimes it comes back to our ourself and our schedule and what else is going on, right? But it's going to affect everything else. So I noticed that my mornings were rushed. I would start and feel like overwhelmed and dive right into what I have to do. I had to slow myself back and say, no, checking your email can wait. I know you feel like something is urgent there waiting for you or no, um, you know, checking your phone on this or that can wait. Checking the messages can wait. And obviously I've prayed already Fajr and stuff like that, but I'm just saying I had to go outside, breathe, talk to Allah, do some journaling, something to center myself back or the rest of my day would not go well. And for example, like today I did that, I feel so much better, so much better. So I'm just reminding you that when you are edgy and you're feeling overwhelmed and stressed, it is naturally going to creep into your relationship. Guys naturally don't like when women are snippy, but like we're snippy because, you know, we have reasons, you know. But here's the thing, Islamically, Islamically. It doesn't matter if it's your husband or anyone else. We're not supposed to talk to people like that, right? We're not supposed to engage like that. We're supposed to be calm. How did the prophet, peace be upon him, do? He didn't He didn't talk to his wives like that. Think about it. He has, he has the, all of humanity chasing him, trying to kill him. 
Do you think he didn't walk into the house with a little stress on his shoulders? What is it? What? How is wives receiving him, and how are how is he receiving them when you know whoever's bad day it is, his or theirs? There's this common humanity we have to come back with. We tend to want to like blame the other person. Well, they should understand. They should help us. Maybe, maybe that's the case, but it has nothing to do with us and our way of behaving. I tell the same thing to my kids. Sometimes my kids will snip at me. You know, they just get mad. I said, look, you're allowed to be angry. You're just not allowed to talk to me like that when you're angry. The difference, you get me? It's the same thing with the husbands, right? We're allowed to feel frustrated. We're allowed to feel whatever. We just can't talk to them like that. We can't talk to our kids like that. And it's funny, I was looking at this, um, this post the other day and I was thinking about writing for Instagram and one of the messages I wanted to get across was even your children you know when you when you talk down to your children about how how upset you are with them they're not mad at you they become mad at themselves they become thinking I'm not good enough I'm not worthy and that's how we crush their self-esteem so there's really a benefit not just with our husbands to get a hold of this but if you're moms and you have kids that really really can affect them because we take our stress out on the people we love right the worst people we treat is we love. Now, there have been so many deaths lately in the Muslim community. And just thinking about if the last legacy you want to leave is that when you are stressed, stay away from her. Is that the way you want people to remember you? And that's, that's the message here. The reminder is maybe the connection issue between you and your husband has something to do with where you are right now. And what can you do to get a hold of that? Don't say you can't do it. These are all skill sets, sis. And again, if you want to come with this into the challenge, we want to talk more about how you can make yourself feel good. Like that's what I mean. We're doing like the whole self. We're doing the whole body with these types of challenges. I wanted to stretch out and embrace the fact that we need healing, not just in our marriage, but within ourselves. We're going to be doing that together. And I want to do it live. So if you're into it, definitely make sure you're going to be there. I told you August 1st, it'll open. I definitely, definitely love connecting with you guys on a, like a face-to-face almost basis where, um, you know, we can really feel human in the same room. You're not just listening to the podcast. I love that. And the last tip I want to leave with you today is the fact that, um, love languages are important. Now, the cool thing that I've been doing and prepping secretly for you guys is the fact that we have an awesome love languages test. So here's the thing. Sometimes the way we talk to our husband is not the best because we are not going by his love language. I did a podcast on this last year. You guys went crazy over it. It was like the love languages one. Now, I'm going to be doing more on love languages um, in this upcoming month and in the challenge. But a cool thing that I want you to know is I have a test where you can just in a couple questions figure out what your love language is so you'll know. I mean, most of us kind of know, but if you don't, how great is that to be able to know and to tell your partner? And then also you can figure out his. So if you're not sure the best way to connect with him, you can. That is just going to open doors for you because we have to understand how people want to be loved and not everybody wants to be loved the same way. So some people, they have a physical need. Some people, they like gifts. Some people, they want to be, feel appreciated or helped or whatever. So there's those different types of love languages that we teach. And we have an actual um, um, ebook 
on the love languages and how you can accommodate and and try to do that love language with your husband and we give it away for free inside of the the challenge so everyone who leaves will get that too and what I added inside of there this year as a bonus was I put the test the test for you and the test for him so that will be coming up we're still finalizing it but look forward to that but what I want to say is the other third reason today where you he might be getting turned off from you or whatever is you might not be realizing that you're using a different love language. Not talking to our husband, not communicating in the way that he needs to be communicated with is something that will hurt the relationship. Now, there's a ton more to talk about this. Now, I'm not saying, oh, you have to bend over backwards because I know there's some women that are going to be hearing that, right? Oh, for him or anything like that. I'm not saying that. I want you to imagine if I step off a plane and I'm speaking in Dutch and I come to a community of people who speak Swahili, but I have the most beautiful speech I ever, ever want to share with them. And I'm pouring my heart out in Dutch. I'm just like totally choosing any language here, right? And the people who all speak Swahili are looking at me and they're just thinking, gosh, I wish I knew what she was saying. She looks so, so darn passionate, right? But you're like, blah, 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 blah. And they're just like, wah, 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 wah. That's what they hear. That's what I mean by love languages. Your husband is hearing you say something different than what you're saying because the way he receives the message might not be the way that he can actually translate it and hear it. So you're pouring your heart out that you need help with this or that you love him like that or that you don't appreciate this and you wish he could do that and he can't even hear you. A lot of times the reason we have marital problems is the communication is off. It is a huge problem. A second huge problem is trust. We're going to be talking about building both of those when I go to do this challenge with you guys. So what I want you to know is, number one, the first thing I said to you was, the problem might not be you. Remember the prophet, peace be upon him, he himself went into a cave to reflect. He would stay there for hours at a time, hours and hours and hours and hours. His wife wasn't like, you know what? You're always in that cave, you know? <laughs> like that wasn't it. They knew he needed to do that. That's just how guys are. Try not to take it personal. Sometimes that's their way of processing. But what you can do is you can be there and be his support the way Khadija did, the way you would want to be supported if you felt like you were going through something. And guys don't always want to talk it out. That's my point. They don't always want to talk about it. Sometimes they want you to just be there with them, loving with them, sitting next to them, rubbing their hand, you know, being being just just normal with them, just like showing love and support and understanding. It doesn't have to be that you solve their life. Most guys don't want you to solve their problem. If you talk to them, I know because I just know in doing this a long, long time with the Muslim community, they don't really want that. They just want you to be their rock. They want you to be supportive. And that's what we can always be. Just open our heart full of love. And yes, they might be snippy, but yes, we're going to understand that comes to the territory. We too are snippy when we don't feel our best. And so the rahmah, the rahmah that Rasul he showed is the same rahmah we should be showing. And the other thing we talked about is the fact that, um, you know, our own state of self can affect our relationship, checking in with ourselves, making sure we're okay, being really honest about how, where we are could be affecting our relationship and, um, can, finding a time to be quiet with ourselves. And I know we're all going to say we don't have time ladies, but you are the only one who is, who can master your schedule and no one else can do that for you. I can only give you kind suggestions, but you yourself have to be the one who makes the time and finds it and ask a lot for help with that. If you're struggling he's the best of helpers and lastly communication the love language are you using the right one i told you we're going to be giving away those things to help you with that but i want you to know first identifying that that could be the problem and knowing that if you don't solve that you may never connect with him the way you're supposed to the way you should and that could ruin an entire marriage that could have easily been fixed 
had the communication been better, had you figured out his style of, of listening to you and how powerful that will be for changing your marriage. I hope these were really, really helpful. I love you all for the sake of Allah. And I will talk to you in the next podcast as we are going on through all these different tips I love it. Definitely DM me on Instagram if you are loving these. Share this podcast episode on your stories with another sister because so many sisters, ladies, they are suffering silently in their marriage. We always talk about how awesome our love is and we share things on Instagram and TikTok and that. But when we're getting to um, these topics, they're painful and no one's sharing. But I bet you if you shared for the sake of Allah, an episode that can help a sister in her pain to know it might not be her, to know like what she could do, little tips, you to get the reward of that, but also we're just supporting each other as women. And I love that community over competition. Love it, love it. Thank you, ladies. I will talk to you in the next podcast. Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.